0: Good morning. Mainly sunny today with a chance of flurries this afternoon. Still a high of only minus 10. Wind chill, minus 25 this morning, although the real temperature is minus 16. Canadian Jeopardy! host Alex Trebek is vowing to fight his cancer diagnosis that he revealed yesterday and keep working while doing it.
1: I plan to beat the low survival rate statistics for this disease. Truth told, I have to because under the terms of my contract... I have to host Jeopardy for three more years. So help me keep the faith and we'll win.
0: Now, Ken Jennings, who holds the record for the longest winning streak on Jeopardy, tweeted a warning to Los Angeles oncologists to prepare themselves to have their pronunciations corrected. Mm -hmm. Well, the Oilers try to win their fourth in a row as they play the Canucks at Rogers Place tonight. And you may have noticed residential blading going on in your neighborhood. Don't worry, you didn't miss a parking ban. There actually isn't one for this. However, the city is encouraging drivers to move their cars off the street so crews can work.
2: You you can't even, I don't know about what it looks like in your neighborhood, but you just don't think it's ever going to melt when you just see how thick it is and how frozen it oh, is. Yeah. But uh, you know
1: what?
0: They're doing blading in my neighborhood and they're getting down to pavement. Oh, they are? It looks good. Okay. Yeah, there's pavement
1: Here. in my... Really? Residential. Some okay. of the main arteries. No pavement in my area, but we live out of town.
0: <laughs> well, with the final humble Bronco player being released from hospital this past Monday, the bon- Broncos bus crash is in the news once again. Logan Boulé, the player that generously donated all of his organs and inspired thousands more to do so, his story is currently in Sports Illustrated this month with the cover story, The Logan Effect. Amazing. Awesome. I'm Jack, and that's all you need to know this morning.
2: All right, let's do it. It's time for the Too Early for a Question. Question, it's your chance to prove you're the smartest person listening this morning. And today, guys, yesterday was National Dentist Day. Mm -hmm. Ironically, today is National Cereal Day. You know those sugary cereals? The best. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Mm -hmm.
0: my fave. It
2: is the the best. All right, well, is it the best? That's the question. (laughs) What is the most popular selling cereal right here in Canada? All right, 780-421-1039. If you can name the most popular selling cereal Cereal in Canada on this National Cereal Day. You're going to win tickets to the WWE, which is coming to town a week tomorrow, Friday night at Roger's Place. You're listening to the
3: Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, it's National Cereal Day today.
1: Mmm, mm mm
3: Love me some cereal.
1: Yeah.
4: Are you
3: really? I of- love cereal.
1: Um... I have to do almond milk now, though. Yeah? There's no dairy in our house. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still good, though. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. It is. We're not We're not looking at you. You sound
0: real convincing. <laughs> we're not looking
1: at you. <laughs> Just, I use skim milk, so, I mean, it's basically the same thing.
2: same idea. Water. All right. Anyway, the question is, what is the most popular, the most, the best-selling cereal in Canada right now? Yes, Garen?
4: Why is
1: it Honey Nut
2: Cheerios? Look at that.
1: It is Honey Nut Cheerios. Jeez. Wow, right out of the gate. Do you like Honey Nut Cheerios, my friend?
0: I do. Yeah. Mm. They are really good.
2: (laughs) Who's laughing in the background?
0: That's Norman Acombi.
2: Oh, Norman! of combine is laughing in the background because you nailed Honey Nut Cheerios. I thought it would take some time because Honey Nut Cheerios. You know, I mean, I I like them too. I mean, you know, there's only one way to make a Cheerio better, and that's put Honey and Nut on it.
1: They're the easiest to pick in the store. You've got your sugarys, yeah. you've got your wheats, yeah. and you got your ch- Cheerios yeah, right in the middle. Mix. It looks
2: kind of healthy, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? WWE is coming to town a week tomorrow at Rogers Place, and you're going to be there to check it all out.
0: Perfect. Thanks.
2: Please. Hopefully, they grab you and put you in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Guest appearance.
0: You better stock up on Cheerios.
3: And chairs. <laughs> yeah. Cheerios. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A National Cereal Day. Yeah, so
2: we we're talking about your favorite cereal. Honey Nut Cheerios is the number one seller here in Canada. But what is the cereal that you go, you know, if you had one choice, if you ever living on a desert island and all, you could use one cereal for the rest of your life. Which one would
1: it be? Say it on three, Jack. One, two, three. <laughs> Cinnamon, Cinnamon Toast, Toast crunch. crunch.
2: There's only one so right answer. good. And mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. See, my thing with cereals, and again, I'm not really a milk fan. I'm not an almond milk fan or whatever that stuff is. Have you is tried either. Soy milk. No, no thank you. (laughs) If I lived in your house, that would be a disaster for me. I don't know what I would do. We cook good, for you. good food for you.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, back in the day, I'm sure you had cereal. Oh, lots of cereal, yeah. But
2: anyway, the, uh, Frosted Flakes probably would be the one really? for me. Uh, They're good. But but my, what I was going to say is my favorite cereals are ones that you can just go in into the box with your hand and eat raw. Like
1: not yeah, raw, but like, cinnamon
0: it. toast crunch. Like, exactly.
1: So Fruit, Fruit Loops are good that you, way. Uh, you can put them in a bowl and you can snack on Fruit Loops, no problem. And I
0: don't know if they still exist, but another one you could do that with mm-hmm. that was so good was the Reese Peanut Butter Puff cereal. Oh,
1: they were awesome too. Oh,
0: I haven't seen them in a while, but they are good. Do
1: you remember the little packets you'd get like at yes. like continental breakfast? Mm. I used to like just steal four or five of those and just munch <laughs> on those all day. The semi-healthy
2: one that I actually liked with milk was the life cereal. I don't really? know why yeah it, 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 they, I think it had some sugar in it. I think there was little little pieces of sugar in that life cereal maybe.
1: When I was in Kamloops for a brief period of time going to school before I dropped out, we didn't have a car or anything. We lived super far away from a bus stop. So we decided, okay, we got a really bulk shop at Costco. So we got the biggest box of Raisin Bran I've ever seen. And I had a bowl morning, lunch, and dinner for about three days straight. And then on day four, the Bran hit me so (laughs) hard. I had to steal from school.
2: I just got a text. Of, wow. My favorite is still Fruit Loops, and I'm 56 years old. Aww. Oh, the chocolate cinnamon toast crunch. Have you tried that yet? <gasps> no.
0: Oh, you just got a text.
1: Ugh. It's like cow chocolate. That's like you're just eating dessert for breakfast.
2: That's mm. so good. Interesting. Okay, what about you? What's your favorite cereal and why? Give it to us in a few words. You can text us at 103939 or You can call us at 780 421 1039. Still to come this hour, we're going to talk to my nephew Corey. Something unbelievable happened at a hockey game over the weekend. And uh, while well, it led to him saying this. Maybe the press release isn't out, but I've been relieved of my duties (laughs) okay he's the
3: coach why was he relieved of his duties we'll give you that answer at about 630 you're listening to the kiss and country Chris Jack and Matt podcast Thank goodness for these uh, national days, because what else would radio stations <laughs> talk about? Hey, it's National
2: Cereal Day today, ladies and gentlemen, so there's probably some people listening to Kissing Country right now that are chowing down on their favorite cereal. We found out that Honey Nut Cheerios are the, uh, well, the, the biggest seller in Canada, but we want to know more importantly, what is yours?
0: Chad from Clairview just texted in and says, even though they don't make it anymore, my all-time favorite cereal has to be Pro Stars. Oh yeah. However, if I had to choose one that still exists, it would be multi-grain Cheerios. You are so see, healthy, Pro Stars
2: was Wayne Gretzky's cereal. That's what I thought. And I remember getting it, and it was like, I, it was not the great one for me. It's not, <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> Has anybody actually ever tried Wheaties? Wheaties? Or, like, you know how people are always, like, on oh, the cover of Oh, yeah.
0: Wheaties I think that's oh, a I state's see. thing.
2: I see. All right. What about you at 780 Ray? Hey,
3: guys, uh, shredded mini-wheats with the frosting on it. Those are so darn good. Yeah,
1: you had me at frosting yeah. on it.
4: My, <laughs> yeah. Now,
1: Ray, my sister used to do the most greasy thing ever. She'd take the mini-wheat, oh. and she'd bite off the frosted side <laughs> yeah. and put the shredded side back in the box. Yeah. She didn't like oh the adult God. side, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like party in the front and business in the back. She was all mullet. Oh, my God.
4: If they ever did that, I'd have to switch to alphabets or something.
3: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast cereal on this National Cereal Day.
0: I got this tag's best cereal ever. We used to call them hay bales, the bales that were just wheat. Mm-hmm. Milk and brown sugar on top was delicious. I do
2: remember that. Like, you just, you just, but I mean, you'd have to put so much other stuff on them
1: to make the sugar. them edible. I remember as a kid, you'd be like one <laughs> teaspoon, two <Yeah>. teaspoons, three <laughs> teaspoons, four <Oops>. teaspoons. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd get to the milk at the bottom and there's no more cereal and was just like a gold mine of pure sugar.
2: Even cornflakes would be okay if you put four, oh, sure. four teaspoons of sugar on them.
0: Mm-hmm. And Paul's telling us how to Really do it. He says, Mixing cereal is so important, guys. Cinnamon Toast Crunch and French Toast Crunch.
2: Interesting. That would be delicious. Make yourself a cereal cocktail. What about (laughs) you, Ray? What about you, Ray?
5: The only cereal out there is Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch.
1: And when you get a marshmallow that's super hard and it's like a razor blade in your mouth, the best. There's no,
5: mar- there's no marshmallows in Captain Crunch. Yeah, you're yeah, no thinking mars- Lucky
1: Charms, buddy. Oh, oh my bad.
5: <laughs> <laughs> the part about Captain Crunches uh, when you when you look at the box, it kind of freaks you out because the captain's picture in there, his eyebrows float above his hat.
4: Oh,
2: All don't right.
5: let
1: it get to your head too I'm much. I'm
0: googling that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's if I've ever it. even had Captain Crunch. It's you may not need so milk, good. but you're gonna need insulin.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, yeah, hopefully you're having a good start to your day.
2: It's cold again. We're getting used to that, but we're going to talk about something that happened on the weekend. I had to wait till today to call my nephew, Corey,
4: mm.
2: who is a parent and a coach of the Little Thorsby Thunder team.
1: This the, is my favorite the story. The little team
2: of eight-year-olds that were playing on the weekend so here here's the deal okay, so set this whole thing up you you're in the playoffs like a lot of little teams and big teams are right now and uh it's a best a total point uh, you play two games so what happened in the first game when you played Devon in Thorsby what happened to to your team uh we win seven to one seven to one it's wow. a bloodbath. Yeah. seven to yep. one big, seven, big yeah. win big win so then uh your daughter has a birthday party so I'm over there. And I'm talking to Austin about hockey, and uh, little Austin keeps telling me that you guys won seven-one, and and uh, like you creamed them, and there's no chance they're going to win the next game. And what was uh, Uncle Chris saying? I was saying, hey, little guy, just remember, you know, don't get too cocky. I kept saying to him, right? And we were kind of having fun, as we always do, him and I. And you remember that, right, Corey? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was saying, Austin, don't get like just (laughs) just don't write a check here before you you know before you like
0: good uncle advice before you can cash it.
2: That's right. So then Sunday morning there's another game. That's right. And I wake Mm -hmm. up and my spider sense is tingling.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And Chris never gets up
2: early. What time was it, Chris? (laughs) Yeah, well I got up. I got up and I'm like, hmm, I kinda (laughs) smelt towards Devin and I thought, hmm, there's a storm of (laughs) brewing. You said yeah.
0: you're alarmed, didn't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I said to Karen, I said, Karen, she says, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go watch Austin. I think something special is about to happen at the, at the Dale Fisher Arena. And she says, what do you mean? I said, well, I just got a, I got a hunch.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> your hunch was right.
0: <laughs> oh, no. What happened?
2: Uh, the, the kids had... Uh this series one before we went into it
4: <laughs> yeah and
2: uh, yeah we we uh, found a way to lose nine to two <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Chris is in the stands just watching this life lesson <laughs> yep yeah.
2: absolutely I was it was a, it was definitely a life lesson yeah but you know what the kids are the kids they're just eight right I the, yeah. I I would put the entire blame of this on the coaches like who are the coaches yeah I don't know I don't know who they are <laughs> <laughs> what's that coach Corey <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you looked in the mirror lately?
2: I, I maybe the press release isn't out, but I've been relieved
3: of my duties.
4: <laughs> you <laughs> got charreded. Oh.
3: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, so
2: Corey just tells us a story, and it's not funny, but it's not funny that the fact that these poor little guys and girls thought they had this whole best of uh, two series wrapped up after a big seven one win, and then they lost nine two. Oh, they were just so good. overconfident. The right? best part
1: is Chris knew it was going to happen. <laughs> oh, I just <laughs> had smelled to get
2: it. up after talking to Austin the night before. I was like, you know what? They're way too confident. I know exactly where this is going to go. So here's the question: What is the most uh, embarrassing? Is the wrong word, but just crushing defeat? Maybe you witnessed maybe your kids in their sports or your sports. Uh, if you got anything that's kind of like that, where you thought you had it all wrapped up, or maybe there was, you know, you were up by seven in that slow pitch tournament. And then the, somehow they got eight the last inning. I think that happened to us once when we played about a year ago. The
1: open inning. Yes. Always gets you at the end.
2: <laughs> somehow they all, yeah they scored like eight to beat us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine or text us at 103939. Someone's going to win tickets to James Barker Band just for sharing your story. I don't know if there's any out
3: there. I think there is. It happens. Oh yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast.
2: We're talking about the greatest uh, sports defeat you ever witnessed. I uh, saw my, my nephew, uh, Corey's son's team. Uh, well, they, anyway, the bottom line was they were ahead by six goals going into the second game, and they ended up losing 9-2. And uh, they're still re- trying to reel and recover. And we're looking for your stories like that.
0: Yes, this text just came in in high school. We played volleyball in our home tournament, and we just crushed every team. And we finally were playing the worst team in the league. And during warna- warm-up, we were mocking them. And we went into the game thinking, hey, we got this. Well, they crushed us 24-4. to 4. Needless to say, our coach did not let us forget this all season. It's
2: too bad Disney wasn't there to film that. Yeah, hey? I'm <laughs>
1: glad you lost. you
2: yeah. like that other team in
1: Mighty Ducks. <laughs> oh,
2: man. All right, Brenda's got a crazy story about her daughter
3: in swimming. You don't want to miss. Coming up right after Gord
2: Banford on Kissing Country.
3: You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Losses, sports things
2: that you've seen in your life, uh, witness something. Uh, again, it's just eight-year-old kids, and it's all, you know, like, like I say, it could be way, way worse than uh, losing the second game after you are up 7-1 in the first game.
1: Losing builds character.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It does. Oiler and fans, big
0: losses, we, especially.
2: We, we, <laughs> we know all about it. Uh, when uh, the, the greatest thing I, I ever saw with my son in sports was uh, he was in Lake Peewee—and we were in the, the finals against Fort Saskatchewan, and it was uh, the second game of the, 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 the two-point thing or whatever it was. And the bottom line is, we were down three nothing with five minutes left in that game. Never got a sniff in that game. Our coach got kicked out in the first five minutes because uh, nothing against the refs in Fort Saskatchewan, but there, it just it wasn't going our way. Three minutes left in that game, we. We score one goal, two goals, three goals, four goals in the last five minutes. We win the game. We were all like, we were cheering like we won the Stanley Cup. Tim Prinzen, who's actually uh, a former Edmonton Eskimo, he's won Great Cups. His nephew was on that team. I saw Tim at that game and he came up to me after and he says, I've won Great Cups, Chris, but I've never been this excited. <laughs> oh like,
4: just like <laughs> we were
2: so excited when those boys won that game, but then you can see the opposite of that. Right? Oh yeah, that yeah, collapsed. Those <laughs> crushing defeats. Uh, Brenda, go ahead.
5: Well, my- daughter was a competitive swimmer and if you know competitive swimming they had to do a 1500 and she was uh this was for worlds. she was so excited and everything like this and 1500 is a long yeah how oh, many yeah. how
0: many laps is that a lot i
5: can remember it's a lot yeah so she is really going she's going hard and everything like this then she stops about two lengths short she thought she was done and she thought and she looked back and everybody was coming but <laughs> she thought she won the race she right? thought she, she was, was finished so yes she thought she was finished and then everybody turn, came in turned around and went back and just the look on her face was oh. <laughs> like i didn't mean like it wasn't funny but it now it is. Oh, you my God. And she lost, but she would have, oh, devastation for her.
1: If it's
3: any solace, she won the 1300.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
2: Hi, Kissing.
5: Hey, I heard you guys talking about uh, bringing somebody else in to pretty much help out with the mortgage payments. Yeah. And I have a bit of a conundrum, I guess you would call it. Mm. Um. So, my husband has a best friend, uh, and I'm not going to say exactly where he works at, but it's a, a major law enforcement area in the north end. Wow. Okay. So he works shift. So he works shift work, obviously, and uh, he is not helping out at all around the house. You know, um, I purposely made space for him in our spare bathroom and I went in there by accident <laughs> the other day just to check things out. And I swear to you guys, I'm going to need about four days and two gallons of bleach to get this out because it's it's disgusting. He is not, prom- you know, he promised to give us money towards the mortgage and it's going elsewhere. They're constantly out at Crown and Anchor in Castle Downs. And I am at my wits end because I just don't know what to do anymore.
1: Have you tried closing the bathroom door?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, sometimes the dog gets in there and then I'm honestly worried about his health at this point.
2: (laughs) Wow. So you see this as you're trying to help out, right? But, uh, But you're just kind of getting kicked in the
3: teeth.
5: Yeah. I mean, uh, it started out as, you know, he wanted to come because he was going through a bad breakup and and I understood that. So we had a place for him, but it was under the condition that he would be paying us and that it would be, you know, not long term. Well, we're going on nine months now and I've seen
0: probably about $400 in total.
4: Oh boy. Sweet
0: deal. Obviously, you've talked yeah. to your husband about this. What does he say? Uh, he just kind of shrugs
5: it off. And, well, you know, well, he's always been kind of bad with money. And I'm like, well, oh, that's kind not of. helping us out at all. Because, obviously, we're bad with money, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now you're just, what are you looking
5: for? I am looking for, you know, I would almost be somewhat more lenient on him paying us, like, every two weeks. If he actually helped out around the house Mm. and did things, but he's just constantly, you know, I come down to make breakfast or dinner and he's just lying there on the couch. And and my dogs have adopted this lazy behavior, too. So it's it's like a three in one now. The
1: dogs are picking up on his bad (laughs) habits. Bad influence. No
5: walks.
1: (laughs) It sounds like he got a teenager. Yeah. With a gun? He, he acts
5: like it, well, and handcuffs, so it's kind of that, you know, Jeez. you don't want to approach him because you never know what's going to happen. That
2: a taser, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Okay, alright two one one zero three nine. Uh You know what, I, I think there's others that have probably lived through this. Um, some people in this room have lived through a slight version of this in their world, so...
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all i'm saying <laughs> so
2: anyway looking for looking for advice because we don't have it you know yeah you just at a certain point you he got to buck up or move out
5: exactly any help right now would be appreciated you're
3: listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast Oh yeah, life is not
2: so simple as Florida Georgia Line likes to think. Kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt at 7.15. We're talking about, uh, well, she wanted to be unnamed, but basically the whole story, if you're just tuning in, is uh, her husband's best friend is living with him and uh, he's supposed to be paying rent. He's not paying rent. He's a pig. The bathroom is disgusting. And yeah,
0: she... they were trying to help him out yeah. and now it's caused a situation.
2: So she's looking for help. What, he, what do you think? Uh, yes, Lisa? Oh
0: my
5: goodness. Um,
0: she needs, or she needs to sit down
5: and talk to him and say, either you pay me every two weeks and keep your area clean, or you can move out and live on the street. I don't care.
1: Shape up or ship out.
5: Yeah, like I don't care if it's just, you know, his, uh, her husband's best friend. I mean, that's hard. But if he's not gonna do anything about it, uh, she has to.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Like
5: that's terrible. Like the whole point was. Him to move in to help him out, right? And them, um, but more him, right? Because he had no place to go or whatever. And and he's disrespecting her big time in her house. No way, get out.
2: It's tough though, guys. <laughs> guys and their bros, hey? Eh? It's like you know there is a there's a famous saying, but I'm not going to use it. But <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that that's it's a
0: tough bond to break.
2: Yeah, but but uh, it, yeah,
0: it is. But he's not living up to his end.
3: For ovaries before
1: ovaries. <laughs> there you go.
0: We can say
5: that
1: one.
3: You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, you did the story at 7. Uh, basically, uh,
2: well, couples are starting to get somebody else to move in to help pay the rent, right?
0: Yeah, home prices are on the rise and so they're saying to help pay that mortgage, more uh, married couples are welcoming a third person in either to their bedroom or the spare bedroom. Okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's be a, a good a, way to pay rent. <laughs> that'd be a whole different story. Uh, right. Spare bedroom or basement just to help pay the rent as a roommate situation. <laughs> roommate only. Got it. And uh, we
2: just got a call uh, from somebody saying, you what, you better think twice because it can go backfire on you basically best friends buddy it doesn't pay his rent on time is an absolute pig she doesn't know what to do
3: but she doesn't only need him down she needs to sit her husband down too
2: yes his buddy yes they both need to get a hold on it or you know what Maybe they could move out together. There you go. Sounds like a double <laughs> intervention. <laughs> Ed, Ed, have you ever sat a husband down before? It's tough.
4: Yeah. Yeah, well, I've been that husband a couple
1: of <laughs> times. I know what it feels like.
3: He's got the <laughs> chips to prove it.
1: How do they yeah. feel
0: about the shed?
3: <laughs> you're listening to the and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If
2: you're just tuning in, welcome to the
3: show. Earlier this hour, Jack talked about the fact
2: that couples are now uh, actually getting friends and other people to uh, help, uh, I guess, offset the extreme crazy prices of uh, living in a house right Mm -hmm. now with mortgages. So they're bringing a third person in and and, and doing the renting thing and then we got this call from somebody saying be very careful because I'm dealing with that right now with my uh, husband's best friend and it's just a disaster. He's not paying on time. He's a pig. What do we do?
0: And there is two uh, methods here that are being suggested by tax. We'll go for the nicer one. This Mm -hmm. says, it's a difficult situation. She mentioned a breakup. Maybe some of what she's describing could be a depression on this guy's end. Mm -hmm. Perhaps she could approach her husband with that first and then deal with the lack of pulling his weight.
1: I can tell you sometimes it's not depression. Yeah. It's just convenience. Yeah.
0: Well, and this person <laughs> on the other end says, well, she could casually say really loud, if you paid your rent on time and cleaned up your bathroom, maybe your woman wouldn't have left you.
1: Get a little passive aggressive with
0: it. Oh. All
3: right. What do you think? You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast.
0: Like oh, yeah. Those
2: husbands that bring their buddies home. And, uh, uh Jack, you've had a, a more positive experiences than negatives, but, uh, Bobby being on the rigs, you can really relate to this. Has got buddies that are looking for like short places, short times to stay, and uh, so yeah, done that. I mean,
0: we are lucky enough to have a finished basement with a with a bedroom. So yeah, I mean, it makes it easy to have a roommate, and we have been blessed to have roommates. But I'm not going to lie, it has had its challenges, without a doubt.
2: It all depends on the person, right? And yeah. that's uh, that's what we got. We got the call from uh, somebody who said she doesn't know what to do, or hubby has brought home <laughs> his best friend who got kicked out of his place, and now he's he's got a job, he's making money, but he's not paying the rent, mm-hmm. and he's and not cleaning up after himself, uh, so we asked, what, "What do you? What are you looking for?"
5: I am looking for, you know, I would almost be somewhat more lenient on him paying us like every two weeks if he actually helped out around the house mm. and did things, but he's just constantly, you know. I come down to make. Breakfast or dinner, and he's just lying there on the couch. And, and my dogs have adopted this lazy behavior too, so it's like a three in one now. The
2: dogs are picking up on his bad <laughs> habits. <What a> bad
4: <laughs> influence. No
5: walks.
2: All right, K- uh, Kylie. Uh, again, we get so many calls and so many texts about this, but Kylie, what is your suggestion?
5: I think she should do a renter's agreement with him and let him know you know make it like the first or the 15th that he owes rent and every time he's late he pays interest wow and say the end of the month sort of idea if his area isn't clean and she has to go in and clean it then he owes her more for having to take her Uh, time to clean it
2: charge him for house cleaning dropping the hammer
5: (laughs) we actually had a roommate move in with us and he was a good friend from high school that we've all new, but um, he did the same thing and yeah, he started paying interest every time he was late for rent and um, every time I had to clean up after him, I charged him an extra whatever, $20 or whatever it may have been, depending on the area that I had to clean up for him and it seemed to have worked. He cleans up after himself now.
1: Wow. You're like
3: looking for messes and hoping for late rent now. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast.
2: Hey, thanks for all the great input for this person who's wondering what to do with uh, her Husband's best buddy, who's living with them, and it's not, uh, he's and just
0: living his best life, he's
2: living his best <laughs> life and at their cost. I think this probably is the best way to wrap up the topic for now. What, what do you think?
5: Me and my wife actually just purchased our uh, first home, it's a new build that's uh, going in Edgemont, yes, and uh. So the builder, when we were doing our walk through the show home, he's like, so do you guys want a door on the side going down to the basement? I'm like,
1: why would we put a door on the side going down to the basement? He's like, oh, in case you decide to rent it. I'm like, it's, uh, it's not for rent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not.
3: You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Pete Davidson, who is a
2: very very funny comedian, he's uh, from Saturday Night Live, and he has been in the news for the last year doing all sorts of things. He's done controversial things. He had Ariana Grande as a girlfriend for a while, as fiance, a fiance. A fiance, right? And and he he said like this is not gonna last. Like I, this is way <laughs> he's too. Like, he I'm joked just about this. <laughs> way too good to be true. So that did break up, and then there was things that you know he was like in a serious depression, but he's got out of it to put it mildly. Yeah, I don't because kidding. he's with like this. Uh, they say some say the most beautiful woman in the world Kate Beckinsale
1: she is an absolute 10 yeah oh yeah um, a great actress been in a lot of stuff Pearl
0: Harbor sure
1: the Underworld movies sure uh huh
2: And she's uh, about 45, he's about 25, so uh, age certainly doesn't matter,
1: especially in this situation. They were at a a Rangers game? uh, Is that where they met? Yeah, that's where the the big picture came out. Yeah,
0: and they were making out like you wouldn't believe.
1: They were (laughs) tongue-kissing, as Grandma and Grandpa would say. (laughs) At a hockey game. Okay, so uh,
2: the question is, and Pete, and this is so awkward, but I I feel like guys like Matt and I can say it, because I I could think I could speak for both of us. It's not like anybody's ever accused us of being like uh, Tom cruise or anything like that. or No,
1: I'm ugly, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: <I said>
1: it. <laughs> I'm not
2: great looking. So, Pete's not the best looking and he guy. he
0: admits it as well. Yeah, he knows that. Yeah. That's why he
2: says, you know, this is crazy. So we're wondering, like, you know, how, how does a guy like that? Obviously, he's got celebrity status. He is really, really funny. Um, You know, is that how he's outkicked his coverage? What's the deal, Jack? You've got some uh, research on this? Yes,
0: I have looked into this. A high study was done. And <laughs> uh-huh. they say it's not how you look. It's how you present yourself. And this comes for women that are with less attractive attractive men because they say women are deeper. We're looking more for the inside. It
1: is true. Yes. Good but looks Pete, are David subjective. looks like a homeless person. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know, but the way he carries himself, he is has homeless. that swagger. <laughs> he's
1: confident. <laughs> yeah, he's confident.
0: The second point is that humor and wit are everything.
2: Mm. I've just proven that. Yeah. I think I'm pretty no way. Funny. Yeah, you are. And look who
0: look who you've true. got. Exactly.
2: She's got. She she must have fallen in love with you because of your your, your
0: sense of
1: humor, right? It must have been. Yeah.
0: And the other point is, hot guys often have the worst personalities, which I can attest is very true.
1: There you go. I would agree with that.
0: Because they only have to rely on their looks. They're like, hey, babe. I'll just smile. It.
2: I'll just smile. Yeah. Hey. Can tell you, I mean, I I see pictures of when I dated my wife, and I see pictures now, and I just can't believe it's ever happened. Like it really, there there has to be something. And again, you you're know, funny.
0: <laughs>
1: Me and you both, buddy. I don't. Know. And it's your great job. She yeah. loves a celebrity.
2: That's not there true. There we go. We've been together since we we're 13. She never saw this coming. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember her dad's face when I said I was going to radio school. Nobody looked impressed. But right? this happens
0: more often than not. If yeah. you look at Hollywood, like even Cameron Diaz, she uh, is with like that Madden brother. Who yeah, oof. yeah. Madden. Yeah, Benji Madden, one of the Madden brothers. Well,
1: that guy's not good looking at all.
0: Exactly. Okay. He's also
1: a celebrity. Yeah.
0: And lots of time, ta- like Heidi Klum, she's right. been with lots of average looking guys.
1: Seal is so hot.
0: Well, he's romantic. And hot. <laughs> okay.
2: Outkick your coverage. Outkick your coverage. Have you done that? Do you know that you've outkicked your coverage? And why have you? You can always chime in with us at 103939 or 7804211039. Are you the Pete Davidson in a relationship?
0: And that's okay.
3: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, Pete Davidson's pretty excited about the way his life is going
2: at this exact moment. Yeah, you're right. He was engaged to a, a Ariana Grande, which is a pretty big deal for a guy that's... He, he's, I mean, he's, he's he's just not a, a Hollywood hunk kind sure. of a guy that an Ariana Grande would typically marry, which is, I guess, maybe why potentially it didn't happen. But then he went through some depression, but he is uh, he's back in the dating scene in a huge way, and he was seen making out with uh, Kate Beckinsale, who's like just seriously one of the most beautiful women on the planet.
0: And 20 years
2: his senior. Yeah, so we were asking the question, are you the uh, uh, are you the Pete Davidson in your relationship? And why? Yeah.
0: And the first step is admitting it. We just got this text. Yes guys, I'm definitely the Pete Davidson in my marriage. My wife is absolutely stunning and very intelligent. And I look like the real life version of Peter Griffin, chins and all.
1: I know you're I know that feeling, bud. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that's okay. Women value substance. Yeah, especially. give us some meat.
1: Yeah,
2: well, we got the meat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, you got a take on this whole thing?
5: You're talking about what attracts women to maybe men that aren't so yes. good looking? Yes, right. Absolutely, 100% sense of humor. But did you ever see Revenge of the Nerds?
2: I man, years ago. Remind us.
5: Yeah. Well, it's a whole bunch of nerds, that they're really good at because oh, okay. that's all they think
2: about don't you remember that oh oh my goodness
0: it makes sense
2: i just got good news i'm not a nerd
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: is
0: that good news <laughs> no i
4: don't think it is no it's
2: not <laughs> you're right you know what? hey thanks for listening to the chris jack and matt podcast if people want to find out more about jack where do they got to go
0: you can go at kissin underscore jack j-a-c-k on twitter
2: what about you matt i'm matt d builder on twitter